0: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome
1: network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store
2: to make the switch today.
0: We're going to start slow, but we're always, always going to finish fast. No matter what the score was, we're going to finish hard. We're going to finish fast.
2: Let's kick off the second half of Football Sunday.
0: Yeah, they had us the first half, I'm not going to lie. They had us. We weren't defeated, but they had us.
2: With just one hour until kickoff.
0: Regardless of the scoreboard, you're going to be successful because you put in all the time, all the effort, all the hard work, and you're going to go out with this win.
2: Joe has you covered like an all-pro safety. Steps up. throws. Oh, what an interception! Shot is tackling topics like a blitz and linebacker. Pressure, drops. Parsons came flying through. Football Sunday on the Odyssey app.
0: I think I got my swagger back. Oh,
2: oh, oh. And 1080, the fan. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh. That's <laughs> never not funny, man. It's <laughs> awesome every time I hear it, man. Welcome back in the second hour of Football Sunday. We started at eight a.m. today. Why did we start at eight today?
1: Because the Seahawks they played on Thursday, and so when they play on Thursday, we like to put
3: a game on right, right at after. ten a.m. Okay, they don't For need a your listening pleasure, and they don't need a two-hour pre-game, pre-game the way the Seahawks do. So here we are. So if you're just now joining us men the first hour, uh, make sure you li- you listen to that on the the uh, Odyssey podcast. Wait, no, wait all over all wherever over. you get Where, your everywhere. podcast which i didn't know like joe hit me you know hit me a few weeks ago and was like man we're on apple you know on music on
1: spotify spotify
3: we're man we're apple podcast google podcast spotify stitcher we're not, we're not some little punk ass show huh we're uh, on we're on all the major platforms well,
1: I, I i mean i think all of our shows here at 1080 you know we have that power to be on those don't platforms don't ruin so. this
3: for me man <laughs> just say no nah, man but we're exactly big-time.
1: that we have that power, yes right? indeed. Well, so we our technology our company does where we are not just on the Odyssey app, which I you know if you don't want to use that, I <laughs> there's some times that I understand that, but if you're live streaming us, there's only way you can, can get it is through Odyssey, but you can podcast us anytime, yes, yeah, Spotify um. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find all the 1080 shows on there. Primetime, Dirt and Sprague. Like, I think I even blew Dirt and Sprague's, uh, Sprague's mind with it a couple weeks ago, too. I was like, yeah, you guys are on Spotify. I pulled it up right there. He's like, oh,
3: okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a big deal. And People always ask, like, where can I find your podcast? Or where can I find your – which they call it a podcast, which kind of uh, – okay. But, you know, it's a, it's a radio show. It's a pretty, pretty big deal. Well, you know? when, when but- I talk about it, I just
1: tell people I host a show. And then they, when they ask, they're like, what kind of show is it? And I was like, it's a radio podcast show. I just throw them both in there.
3: Right. In this digital
1: age, Rashad, you can't um,
3: you can't pigeonhole us. Yeah. Okay. I say I have a radio show, but, you know, you can listen on all major platforms is
1: what I tell you. What do them. you say? Uh, what, what's the right way to say it nowadays? I have an audio
3: show. I know. I mean, I have, a, I have a radio show, you know, and they ask, well, where are you? I, I work for 1080 The Fan, and they go, what's that? What? <laughs> and I go, and if I have to go, and then I have to go, like, our, ESPN, our ESPN station. Oh, okay. 95%
1: wow. of the time, the response I get to that is What's either that? a weird look.
3: Like or, a, or their some eyebrows
1: guy, furrow, like,
3: what? Or some guy's like, oh, my God, like, Isaac and Soup. Yeah, that's the that's Isaac, the other Isaac and Suit. Yes, that's the five I'm talking
2: about. <laughs> man, are they cool
3: guys? Like man, they're, they're cool guys, man. I love Isaac and Suit. Uh, <laughs> but uh man, we've got some more football to talk here in the second hour. Um we've got um I was gonna say hater to love it. We should do that one time at some point, but you know, just who for, wins? Who gets the points? We just go back and forth. I ask you a question, you ask me a question. There doesn't need to be any points. We don't always have to compete, Joe. That's true. It's not always a thing. But we've got who do you love at nine thirty? We tie a bow at it, on it as always at nine forty-five. Um, we're gonna talk some Zach Wilson. He's starting again, and so we'll see what that <laughs> again. means for the Jets. But yesterday was a pretty good day. College football is just about wrapping up, so the NFL decided they want to play. On Saturdays, we got three, one really good game on Saturday. Well, I guess. Two. No, two good games. Two. I'll I'll say because that Dolphins-Bills game was absolutely bonkers, man. Um, The way they were playing in the snow, like, it sucks when you're losing a game and you're getting snowed on. Like, I can can imagine right now Green Bay fans are, like, losing their s because – your team isn't playing very well, and then the weather sucks. And if you've ever been to Lambeau, then you know. Or if you've ever even seen it on TV, it looks like a it looks like a high school stadium, you know, or a college stadium at points. Like there's no, you know, what most stadiums have nice seats that you can sit in. Like if you're on like a visitor side or something like that, like there's no nice seats. They look like, again, football like the 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 visitor side of Oregon State. Um, that's what it looks like. At Lambo. So when you're getting snowed on, it's not very fun. But the Bills were having a blast yesterday as they got a 32 29 win over their rival, the Miami Dolphins. Tua played well, you know, in the game Uh, 17 for 30, 234 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. So he played really well. He, you know, made a great point. like, it snows in Alabama. Like, I'm used to the snow. Like, we might not play in it as often, but I'm used to it. So he put his big boy pants on and went out there and, and played a great game and came all within three points of winning the game. Raheem Mozart looked amazing yesterday on the ground, 17 attempts, 136 yards in the snow. Like, that's important. That's an important part to do. Like, it's hard enough to rush for 130 yards in an NFL game anyway. Raheem Mostert was able to do it in the snow, which was crazy, but none of that happened to be good enough because um the Bills are the Bills. Man, you know, Josh Allen, 304 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions in the snow. Got to keep saying that because it's super important. I think it's the first game Stephon Diggs hasn't caught a touchdown or at least been in the mix for catching a touchdown. He kind of had a not a per, you know a pedestrian game, but five receptions, 60 yards. Keep an eye on that because there have uh, definitely been a lot of games this year
1: where he hasn't really done anything, and then they turn it on late and get him the ball to mm-hmm. it. So it's just, again, something to keep your eye on, the effectiveness of uh, Stephon Diggs for these Bills as we go into these cold, snowy months of the year. Um, having a great year by all means, but still there's just been some, some times this year where they've uh, – had some troubles getting him the ball. It's but so funny. 1,300 how the, yards is oh, still man, a like, fantastic year! <laughs> it,
3: it, it's, it's kind of funny how the narrative has changed that fast about Buffalo. Remember week one, week two, we were saying Buffalo is the clear favorite to win the Super Bowl. And then San Francisco made some some changes, which we'll uh, we'll get to here in a bit. And they actually seem like they're the team that most people are getting behind as far as the Super Bowl contender. But... I thought this game was was a great game yesterday. This is if you're going to have football on Saturdays and you watch the NFL, you're like, this is football. This is the way it's supposed to be. And then you watch Browns Ravens and go, oh, okay, this is football, too, I guess. (laughs) You know, and that was an ugly, an ugly game, unless you're a Browns fan, unless you're a Deshaun Watson fan, who I don't know many of um, these days. But um, Huntley had to step in for the injured Lamar Jackson. Wasn't a great game. 138 yards, an uh, in interception. Obviously, they didn't put any points on the board except for the touchdown, or except, excuse me, except for uh, three points. Deshaun Watson, 161 yards in a touchdown. Again, who cares? It's the Browns, and the Browns are, you know, doing what doing what the Browns do. And I, I think a lot of people still have a tough time swallowing uh, the Deshaun Watson stuff. You know, at this point, it just seems seems kind of like a creep, but. Fackey gets to play and play for the Browns. It seems seems pretty pretty fitting. There's not much I really have to say about that game. If I'm being real, like, the Browns game. Yeah, there's not much I have to say about it. Like I mean, I, all I you can say is the score, game. and that yeah, basically sums. That's up. That's it, it. That's it, right? So let's. I mean, there's two games that are really important that we have to talk about. Obviously. I want to wait till a little bit later if we can talk about the Seahawks and, um, and 49ers for obvious reasons. Yeah, I mean, a lot of West Coast uh, storylines. Yeah, some from West that. Coast bias there yes, for yes. us at that point. But, man, you start to feel bad for Matt Ryan. Like, how many teams are going to come back on Matt Ryan when the game just looks like it's over? Like no. obviously the, the the Super Bowl thing, we know all about that. We thought that maybe that demon had been exercised.
1: Dude, if he could just if he could just go out there and get an interception or make a tackle, Matt Ryan would save himself so much trouble.
3: He really would. He really would. But <laughs> if unfortunately, he could just make a third down stop. Yeah, but unfortunately, you know and, and the thing is it wasn't Matt Ryan's fault, really, that they that they lost the game. Unfortunately, well, like listen, there's... he didn't make any mistakes. He got sacked three times, which wasn't good, but QBR was was pretty high, didn't throw in any any interceptions. Like
1: Listen, I he mean, did what he was
3: supposed to do. Dude, it's when you put up thirty-three points
1: and then you put up three in the second half, yep. like some of that is on you. Understandably your defense absolutely fell apart, but some of that is on you as an offense to wait, we only put up three points in the second half after putting up thirty three. There's a lot of finger pointing going on in that locker room. And there should be uh, some fingers pointed at the door telling Jeff Saturday that you can uh, head that way once the season's over. Because not only did you have the biggest collapse in NFL history, this is then, what, two weeks after you had a fourth quarter collapse to the Cowboys where they had 30 points in the fourth quarter or something like that? Like, Jeff Saturday, you know, great NFL analyst, great former player, you know, with Peyton Manning, Colts, all that, great guy. But uh that happens twice in three weeks. You go see, the, see the exit.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad. I'm I'm still not mad at Jeff Saturday. If you offer me, <laughs> I'm an not mad at him to, for taking the job. Yeah, I'm just saying he, he won the first. He won the first week, and mind you, I, I did kind of understand what he said. It's like, man, I've been, I played center for an offense, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time for for 15 to 20 years like Jeff Saturday knows more football than most people you know will ever know he's forgotten more football than most of us will ever know so I think he can still be a, a good head coach I just don't think he is one right now I think he should take time being an assistant and being some other things but this isn't what the story is about the story is about Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings coming back Kirkers Do four I have- touchdowns Four hundred sixty yards, man. Hey, I have a
1: Viking horn somewhere in the system. Yes, go it.
3: find the Viking horn. I'm tired of the Kirk Cousins disrespect. All this dude does is go out there and perform. Now, mind you, prime time. Sometimes it doesn't work out for him. I don't want. I don't. This isn't a prime time game, but it was something like it. Woo. There you go. This isn't a primetime game, but it was something like it. Saturday, most of us were sitting at home doing stuff. If you're anything like me, your Christmas shopping is done. My Christmas gifts are wrapped and put under the tree. Don't remind me. So, hey, I don't want to – I'm not a big procrastinator at that point. Thank you, Amazon, for, you know, getting everything to me or most things to me on time. But most of us were watching that game. And in the second half, Kirk Cousins absolutely took off and threw four touchdowns, 460 yards. And came back for a 39-36 win over the Colts. I get it. He's you know he can be wonky at times, but there aren't a lot of quarterbacks in the league. I'm taking over Kirk Cousins. There. I mean, honestly, if we're, if we're being real, like be, be careful, tread it tread easily here. No, I mean, <laughs> so would you rather right now? Would you rather have Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson? I mean, obviously this season I'm gonna take Russell. Blah blah. So, blah, blah.
1: This season, I'm going to take Kirk
3: Cousins. Okay. Well, uh, would you rather have Kirk Cousins right now, or would you rather have Zach Wilson on your team? Well, okay. Come no, on. no, no. That we're is a do terrible. This. No, it's not. We're going to do this, man. Like I'm saying, like we, we're we're the looking dude some... who got
1: benched and who threw for like would seven you? yards and a half. Yeah, I'm obviously going to take Kirk Cousins. Man, you
3: would rather have Kirk Cousins than most of the quarterbacks in the someone NFC else else South like than Zach Wilson. Seriously, you'd rather have most uh, quarter, uh, Kirk Cousins over most quarterbacks in the uh, NFC North, maybe right now. You You'd rather have him over a lot of quarterbacks and the uh, man, there's they're, they're out there. And so I'm just saying that the disrespect is I get it, but at the same time, I don't get it. The Vikings are one of the best teams and they've always had one of the best defenses. Now all of a sudden their offense has kind of caught up with them. watch out for the Vikings to be one of those teams that it just takes one game. And that's the beauty of the NFL playoffs, which are coming up in a few weeks, right? It only takes one game. They don't have to, you know, they don't have to play a team multiple times. It takes one game. It takes one great quarter for them to take over and do something. So, hey, I thought this Vikings team showed a lot because they could have just laid down and took the L. Instead, they came out in the second half, and they went completely crazy, and I thought that was the story of Saturday night. No,
1: I mean, listen, this was... Outside of the Blazers' wing. Uh, yes, of course. This was the biggest comeback in NFL history. Playoffs, regular season ever. This game going down in the history books and that and Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, that 65 Mm -hmm. yard touchdown to send it to overtime. Like these guys are going to remember this forever. And this is a moment going into the playoffs that can somewhat galvanize your crew and that if we can do that, we can do anything.
3: There you go. And that's exactly how you should feel right now. Week 15, week 15, correct? 16, 15. Uh, We are in week 15, week 15. You've got three weeks left in the season, of the regular season, after this. This is where you want to be. You want to feel like you're playing your best football. You want to feel like anything is possible when you're out there. Okay, we're against it, so we're going to go ahead and break. Um, Hi at your wives. Hi at the Mills. (laughs) Zach Wilson is back, baby. New starting quarterback of the New York Jets. We're going to talk about Zach Wilson and his return next on Football Sunday on on the Fan in the Odyssey.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
2: Football Sunday on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan.
3: Ironically, this is the last song I heard as I was getting out of the car this morning. That was on Rock the Bells Radio. So, yeah, I talked about how, how dope it is earlier. You know, you can do it nine times in a row and no one's going to care. Well, I mean, I'm all it good is, with it. the song is like two minutes long. Too, it, I mean, you know, so you're not really tripping, you know, about <laughs> it. But then Red Meth, outside of Buster Rhymes, are, to, in my opinion, the greatest hip-hop performers ever. Of all time. And I see your your face, Joe. And it looks like Argentina almost. (laughs) Again, man, the biggest blue ball sport of all time where, oh,
1: that would have been cool, but a great defensive play. Oh, my goodness. Drama
3: in the World Cup. Drama in in the World Cup. Drama in East Rutherford, New Jersey. (laughs) Zach Wilson (laughs) is back on the field, baby. Dude. After a 3 week hiatus. It was it only 3 weeks? Well, you know, he played so 4 weeks ago he played the Patriots. That's that's really when it started. That was the game. That, that was the yeah, game that right, they right. pulled him and said this isn't working for you anymore. This isn't working for us anymore. There was questions about leadership. There were questions about work ethic. You know, all the things that as a quarterback you don't want to have questions about. I think you can have leadership questions if you're a receiver, right? You're a corner. You're a defensive lineman. You know, you can question your leadership and commitment and, you know, hard work and all that stuff. But quarterback is the one position probably in sports. Not even just in football, but just in sports to where, like, pitchers don't need to be leaders, right, in most cases. You're a baseball guy. You tell me. I don't think the pitcher needs to be the leader of your team. Well, no, when you play every four or five games, not really. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you're usually it's, you know, your, your catcher, you know, is somebody that's the leader of the team, your shortstop. You know, those are the guys that typically, you know, are the leader. Your first baseman, you know, your 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 senior class first baseman or whatever. But in football, it's the quarterback. And Zach Wilson has had some issues at quarterback. Now, here's the cold part. This season when Zach Wilson starts as the Jets quarterback, they're 5-2. and two. <laughs> Say what you will, whatever's going on, it's kind of like the Jimmy G thing, Right. When Jimmy G is on the field for the 49ers, the 49ers are a better team. For whatever reason, whether it's because of him or not. When Zach Wilson's on the field for the Jets, they're five and two. Without him, these last three weeks, they've been one and two. Mike White, the great white Mike, came in, and for one week he was solid. You know, they came in and had the big win against the Bears. And then everybody started clamoring: Mike White is a new guy in New York. He's the new guy for the Jets and then after that he proceeded to he didn't have a terrible next game but it wasn't great and then he got broken ribs so now he's out at this point he
1: he didn't just get broken ribs i'm i'm still waiting for the report that says yeah mike white has actually been dead since last sunday they uh all it, these reports—they're basically pulling a weekend at Bernie's here.
3: Yeah, that's what it kind of. me of. Did you see of. his hit? Do you remember? So you he seen got Waterboy? folded in half, Rashad. Do you remember the Water Boy when they actually put in their towel boy in that one scene? <laughs> yeah, he got. That's what <laughs> Was it reminded it me of. Michigan is yeah. playing their towel boy. That's how. That's what it reminded <laughs> me of is him getting folded like that, and so you feel bad for him, especially because he just started building momentum, and in New York they were really ready to get behind. Uh, Mike White. Oh, and they just, were
1: like they oh, were wearing shirts with his face on. Oh, absolutely. Like you the know, team was. You know,
3: the team is. Those guys are cutthroat. You know, the the, the team <laughs> itself, the fans, petty, are ego, I'm adults to, with uh, millions of dollars. I'm <laughs> talking. The media was was absolutely ready to just crown Mike White as the new Prince of New York.
2: Well, like, I, I'm was, saying
3: I, the team was too. No, I think the, they were. <laughs> the team was all 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 about it, and now they're stuck with Zach Wilson. This is kind of you know what this reminds me of. Reminds me of the 49ers situation. They're all behind Trey Lance. Let's go, Trey Lance. You're the guy now. We we drafted you to take over for the guy that got us the Super Bowl. Let's go, Trey Lance. Trey Lance gets hurt. Now they have to go back to the guy that they didn't really want. This is this this is this is exactly what happened in San Francisco. And now, here we go. Zach Wilson gets to come in, and, and he has to go against the Lions. The Lions are a team that's trending the right way at this point. And if you're asking me, that's not a team that I want to play. But you have the advantage of playing at home. But do you? Because while you're playing in East Rutherford, you're playing in excuse me, you're playing in New York right now, the Meadowlands. Is this really a home crowd for you? Because you got a bunch of people that don't want you in that position if you're uh, Zach Wilson. Well,
1: let's be real, man. Like Zach Wilson didn't commit any crimes. He didn't do anything off the field. He well, just he's showed age stuff. What?
3: He's probably done some stuff off the field.
1: Uh, he's a BYU kid. Hey. I mean, what are we talking about? He drank a can of Coca-Cola. Like No, he's
3: gone from BYU now. He's like on <laughs> you know how when Amish people go on to Rumspringer.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> That's what
3: Zach Wilson's know. on right now.
1: Well, I I will say this that a few years, a few weeks ago we were talking about when he got benched, and I totally understand everybody that was saying like he's done in New York. Like he ain't gonna play again. I get why you would think that way, but I just try to keep in mind, like, look, dude, there's still a lot of season left. And we're talking about Mike White and Joe Flacco as quarterbacks. Injuries happen. And again, it's not like he went and did something so egregious where it's like, this guy can't be a New York Jedi. Like, he was still on the team. He's still on the he's still on the depth chart. And here we are three, four weeks removed. Hey man, if he is faking acting like a team player and being a leader. A coach is going to see that. Players are going to see that. So over these last three to four weeks, if Zach Wilson was trying to become a better leader, a captain, show that he cares in the film room, like, and he's doing that just for the optics, like, oh, yeah, Zach, I've seen him in the film room, but he's not really breaking down film, you know? Yeah, I've seen him working. I've seen him in the weight room, but he's not really lifting weights, you know? He's there early, but he doesn't you – know, guys can see through that in the NFL. They're not stupid. you got guys in those locker rooms, 10-year right. veterans. Right. Robert Saleh, he's coached teams. So for them to elevate him in the depth chart, A, because Joe Flacco sucks, but B, he's been making those strides. Let's be real. The guy's only played 19 games in the NFL, barely a rookie season under his belt. And let's be real, he hasn't looked good. So that's the one thing that's not helping his case. It's not one of those like, yeah, he – effed up and didn't take accountability one game that he played bad it's like no your whole performance this season really hasn't justified you to take zero accountability when you only put up three points so wake up moment again he had a lot of people his dad included telling him like dude you effed up like what are you doing so I just didn't think this was going to be the last time we see him as a jet playing quarterback the question is is how well is that going to look today? Because you are absolutely right. We got the fight in Dan Campbell's. And on the
2: way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes, I will beat your ass.
3: Absolutely. I mean, give a damn about your ass cheeks, bro. I'm they're gonna... looking pretty good
1: right well, now. I'll, so
3: I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll read this list to, to you. And this is this, these are the list of the Jets quarterbacks taken in the first round over the last, you know, little bit. And I'm sure you know who most of these are. Um, 2000 chad pennington chad pennington was a good quarterback hey i remember chad for sure that and honestly that was the last time the jets have had any stability at the quarterback position is when chad pennington was there the last time they've had that um since then they drafted mark sanchez you got that many years out of pennington to where you're able to grab draft mark sanchez 2009 uh you're able to get geno smith in the second round uh at one point Sam Darnold, 2018. Gosh, they would have just
1: hung on to him,
3: right? Sam Darnold <laughs> 20, uh, and, uh, 2018. And then Zach Wilson, obviously, uh, a year ago or two years. Yeah. All, a year ago, all of these quarterbacks, Sanchez wasn't a very, he wasn't good at USC. If you're asking me, Stan Sanchez was just okay at USC, but as you get older and progress, you can get better you know, as, as a professional, but Sanchez wasn't the guy, uh, Gino Smith, we saw that he can be the guy, and he has been really a, a a sight to see in San Francisco, at least for the first few weeks of the season. And, you know, when you play against the 49ers, that's a problem, too. But he's still a viable quarterback. We see guys go to other teams after they leave uh, this Jets regime and do well. The Jets just are just in a position this where, where they happen to be doing pretty well for themselves. So... Let's see how well they can do with Zach Wilson moving forward. I think he can be an okay quarterback. I think he needs to be given the opportunity. And all of a sudden you got Elijah Moore and all these guys around him, these, you know, these good receivers, these good pieces around him that might make it easier for him to be successful. Again, you're 5-2 and two when he's played. When he's on the field and healthy and able to play for you, you guys are winning games. You have well, bro, a winning I, record I, when he's there.
1: I, I was looking at the game log for this year. I think those are wins in spite of him.
3: Doesn't matter. They're wins, it, and again, that's, that's what you're, that's what we say. When you look at Jimmy Garoppolo, you can say those are wins in spite of him. Either way, when I'm here, we're winning. When I'm not here, we're not winning. So you can chalk that up however you want to, but the the fact is I'm here, I, that equals a win. So they can say whatever they want to. I, Zach Wilson's – I, I, I just don't think it's that be, simple. I, I mean,
1: it, literally Mike White was – he played one game against the Bears, and so does that – and they put up 30-something points. Does that make them – all right, the best offense. No, like, because they lost the next week,
3: and then they then he got like I said. Then he well, they
1: lost they a couple lost games the week with, after
3: that and got folded. But they know, lost when a did.
1: couple games with Zach Wilson and the games that they won. I'm telling you, games 55 percent completion. No, I, 40, I understand,
3: and I understand. sometimes like not. In, it's not
1: again not lighting
3: them up in these wins again. No, and, and and you're right. He is not the 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 necessarily the reason that they're winning, but they are winning, and I think that's the the whole point. Like I don't want to start getting into the. Into the weeds about all oh, you know, kind of this and this and well, not because his his completion percentage was so low, or is it? Man, they won the game.
1: It, like, it, at this point in his career, I guess you could say that it's the whole don't lose it, don't lose us the game, right? And like sometimes we're not we like asking that. you to win
3: the game, we're asking you to not
1: lose us. They're the called
3: game. game managers. Sometimes those quarterbacks are just game managers. Not everybody is going to be Brady and Lamar Jackson, and you know just Patrick Mahomes and these you know, game-breaking type quarterback. Some guys are Jimmy Garoppolo, and they're just there to make sure that they can make plays for their teammates, get their teammates in the right positions, but they're not there to win the game.
1: One last thing I'll say about Zach Wilson, too, is a guy in his division, two guys in his division that we wrote off after a couple years, two, three years in the league, Josh Allen, Tua Tungabaloa. Both of them are doing pretty good and pretty have good. essentially solidified their jobs as starting quarterbacks. Obviously, Josh Allen has
3: and Argentina has scored. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was. Uh, thanks for taking my update, Rashad. Ha ha,
3: you got it. Damn. Well, we're gonna break. Joe's got sports in it. We got to – What are we gonna do? We're gonna do hater love. No, we're gonna let's let's do who do you love. <laughs> <At least laughs> I not. didn't write any. I didn't do anything yet. So I'm gonna look <laughs> up some uh, some lines.
2: Who do you love? Rashad and Joe share their predictions and look back at last week to see if they still love their picks. It's time for Who Do You Love? Part of Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan.
3: 938, Who Do You Love? LL playing in the background. Uh, Just a reminder, Football Sunday We'll be off next week because it is Christmas Day. And the week after that because it is New Year's Day. So Joe, this is the last time I'm gonna be able to see that, you know, nicely kind of well manicured face of yours. I was and gonna say uh, not hair. I mean you saw my hair I did see your hair That's Today, why I didn't mention I mean, your hair. Hey.
1: Sundays, uh, listen. I roll out of bed. I throw the beanie on, and then sometimes with
3: the headphones on, I, the the beanie needs to come off, and it's just an absolute mess. Hey up. man, I gotta be ready on Sundays. I gotta look good. Yeah, light, I, uh, lights, I uh, lights, camera, action.
1: I honestly can't believe that you you dress the way you do for Sunday morning, and it's not a you know, it's a kudo to you. I appreciate it. Again, you you wake up, you're
3: ready to go. Can Me? I give you? Can I give you a spoiler? Yes, it's what I wore last night, and it's typically <laughs> I'm, it's typically I'm coming from somewhere. And so yeah, let me let me go ahead and throw this back on. Don't tell anybody. It's just but uh, but yes, this is who do you love? We pick our uh, some teams, pick some games, uh, either college, pro, or otherwise, and kind of get some lines. I haven't been doing very well, so I'm not gonna pick any point spreads at this point. But how did I do last week, Joe? How'd we do?
1: Uh, well, Rashad, you had your first winning
3: week, baby. Woo! took long enough. Uh, no, I only took 17 uh, 15 weeks. Just not, 15? Yeah. Not not quite 15. No, well, uh, I mean 7
1: 6. Okay, well yeah. We uh, you got uh, Patriots and Beavers give you the two victories and then the Seahawks Dear God.
3: Dear God. And we'll talk we, about the Seahawks as we close today. Uh, that was today. the
1: Seahawks-Panthers game that you got wrong.
3: Yeah. yeah um, no. I, I, I didn't th- see that coming.
1: Well, see, you just took them straight up. I took Seahawks minus four. Like, I was thinking, listen, they played with their food against the Rams and almost lost that. No way that can happen against the Panthers. And then they just ran the ball down their throat. That was a very eye-opening loss against the Panthers it really was
3: I wasn't expecting that I thought it was going to be much different for the Seahawks
1: but players um, mess up and then my Dolphins Chargers over 55 did not hit but yesterday Fresno State taking care of business against Washington State gives me the victory there and uh, gets me back on track so we have uh, our picks this week Rashad do you
3: want to start it off? Uh, sure. So we just talked about them. It's been a whole last segment. Zach Wilson and the Jets host Dan Lanning – or Dan Lanning, excuse me – Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Uh, the I think the line is uh, Jets uh, minus two. Yes. Um, I don't think the Jets are going to win this game. I think you've got two teams that are trending in opposite directions. I think the Lions have been better than they played over the last couple weeks, but they're still – They've won six games, and I think they can win one more. If there's any other game on their schedule, if they can win, it's probably this one. Um, there's probably still not a whole whole lot of trust for Zach Wilson. This is kind of doing it out of necessity. So I am going uh, Detroit. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Detroit uh, minus three. That's the line I'm gonna take. Detroit minus three, not
1: Detroit. No, Detroit. Detroit. Detroit minus three. Yeah, I mean, when you have, uh, or you mean Detroit plus two or plus three?
3: Yeah, let's go plus three. Yeah, yeah well, because if they're the, the dogs, yes, they're then, dogs. Yeah, they're dogs. Yeah, plus three, me. All good. All
1: good. All right. And yeah, when you have a uh, tight end like Penny Sewell out there catching game winning passes. You know? God, that was one of the best plays best highlights of last week all right i am going to go to the nfc south and i am uh, going to one of the quite possibly worst matchups of the week there's two really really bad matchups this is one of them saints falcons Ooh. falcons with desmond ritter at quarterback the saints i think in four of the last five games have put up less than 20 points every game they do not have a good offense. Their defense is very good. Rookie quarterback for the Falcons who they don't really have a good offense. Either I am taking the Saints Falcons under I believe it is at 43. Yes, Saints Falcons under 43.
3: Okay, I like it. Uh so I'm going to skip ahead a week. I'm going to skip ahead to week 16. Game that could be very important to my team and their playoff hopes. The Bengals visit the Patriots. Christmas Eve. So next Saturday um, I don't I haven't seen what the lion is at this point but I assume the Bengals are favorite to win. Um, Although they are playing in New England, the the, the elements should be uh, a factor. So I think the Patriots definitely need this win. Um, Again, I'm not sure if they're the dogs at this point. I'm sure they are. But I'm taking the Patriots straight up because they absolutely need this win. I absolutely need this win for this show. Against the Bengals? Against the Bengals. Right now,
1: uh, the future lines for this game have the Bengals at minus three. Minus three. So I'm taking the Patriots. Let's go plus three. Plus three, Patriots week 16. So just to cover. You just want the Patriots to cover. That's correct. All right. Got that in the system. It is locked in. All right, my second pick, I am going with the Chargers. They have looked very good lately. They have. They are trending the right way, and they are playing a Titans team that is trending the wrong way. They have lost three in a row. i so think so surprised. It, it, it has been... But once that Jags game happened last week, it was kind of like, okay, this is uh, maybe this is who the Titans are. Their defense has been porous lately. I think that the Chargers are just going to shred them up. Give me the Chargers in a very important game for the playoffs for the Chargers and the Titans. I mean, listen, they have not locked up that division yet. Just a couple weeks ago, they were sitting there at seven and four. Um, Now they're at seven and six. Um, I want to say they were even 7-3, and three, um, if I'm getting my records mixed up and everything. Yeah, they were 7-3. and three, They lost six in a row. They win today, or they lose today. Then uh, the Jaguars, they're right there. I mean, the Jags, they're going to lose to the Cowboys today, so you know, it doesn't really help doesn't that. Doesn't really matter, right? But uh, Titans, man, they look super suspect. Give me the Chargers who need a win for their playoff so run. That's a
3: good point, man. Titans is definitely not going to trim the right way, even with uh, King Henry. Uh, just one of those things, man. All right, last for me, man. I'm going to skip ahead a few weeks. I'm going to skip ahead to um, the college football playoff. And I'm going to go number four, Ohio State, versus number one, Georgia. I think this will be an amazing game. It should be a hard-hitting game. It should be – I expect a lot of scoring uh, in this game. But uh, I think Georgia is the better team. But in a one-game playoff, doesn't really matter. You know, you just need to play well for a few quarters, and I think Ohio State has all the tools to be able to do that. So, I'm going with the upset, Joe Fisher, and I am taking, uh, I'm going to say Ohio State, and uh, do you know what the line is on those games yet? Uh, Georgia, six and a half. Six and a half. You said you wanted to help your record, right? What's that? You're I said- do. I do. So, I'm probably <laughs> not going to do that.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, you're
3: taking Ohio State? I am. I, I want Ohio State to win because I would rather, see, I would rather not see what happens to what happened to Alabama happened to Georgia and then just turn into this just absolute juggernaut for the next 10 years and running through everybody so I would like to see even though Ohio State's got it's you know chance to do that but I want to see Ohio State Michigan in the championship game so I'm gonna go ahead and say Ohio State I know I'm an idiot but I am an idiot so I'm going to Ohio State
1: Ohio State. If they uh, do that, Rashad, I hate you. I will never forgive you for speaking that into existence.
3: Hey man, you got to risk it to get the biscuit, baby. And I blame you.
1: Um, also, uh, World Cup final update. Argentina. They scored in the 108th minutes, and then um, in the 118th minutes, a penalty kick by France tied it at three. Three. So, so the game's over. Uh, <laughs> <All> right? <laughs> no, this one does not end in a tie. There
3: comes a ceremonial tie.
1: <laughs> no. No ceremonial tie. This one is going to penalty kicks. Unbelievable.
3: Is there a better way to end game? Like, if I mean, the NBA just came down to, like, just free throws, you know, at the end of the game and whoever misses first loses, that's pretty dope. (laughs) Not free throws. Uh, It would have to be something cooler than that. Like a fadeaway
1: baseline
3: free. No, just get your worst. Whoever is your worst free throw shooter, they got to shoot it.
1: And whoever misses first. There you go. Oh, my God kill me now. Alright, my last one, we're going to the Holiday Bowl baby, we're going to the Oregon Ducks alright. let Ducks. They're playing North Carolina they're big favorites and I know that's easy pick when they're a 13 point favorite to take the money line straight up, but I don't care, go Ducks let's get this W, finish off the season with a Holiday Bowl victory, which the Holiday Bowl, I know it's not one of the big ones. Underrated Bowl. But still very underrated and a big deal to Duck fans, this is where Masoli Pulled over a guy for Oklahoma State. This is where Laguerre Blunt hurdled a dude for Oklahoma State. Some good memories at the Holiday Bowl for the Ducks.
3: Let's keep those good memories rolling. Uh, absolutely. I think that's, those are great memories. I might go look up some YouTube clips of uh of those games. listen some great Oregon teams. Well, that is Who Do You Love. We do it every Sunday, usually at 1045, but today was special, and you're going to get some football after this. So that's why we did it at 945. But remember, we will not be on... Next Sunday or the Sunday after that, we want to make sure you guys are able to enjoy your time with your families and loved ones. So coming up next, we're going to wrap a bow on this thing. And we're going to talk a little Seahawks, uh, a little 49ers. I guess they had a game yesterday. And for Thursday, one, they did. Thursday, excuse me. And for one team, and went really well. For another team, not going the way that it was going a few weeks ago. We'll talk about that next as we get ready to wrap it up here on Football Sunday on the Fan.
2: Football Sunday, Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app at 1080 The Fan.
3: Well, we are, it looks like, a couple of kicks away from France completely crumbling at this point, point. Argentina walking away. It's a bad wind rising for France. It's a, I like what you did there, right there. So, uh, before we wrap up, man, there was a game Thursday night football. Um, it was kind of competitive, and it was the 49ers visiting their rival Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Brock Purdy uh, came in as quarterback for the 49ers and had a great game, 17-26. It's 217 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. And what do you know, they got the big win. Christian McCaffrey has been the missing piece, if you can believe that, for the 49ers, whose roster was already just incredible. But then you get arguably the most... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the most flexible player in the NFL as far as being able to play any position. I'm pretty sure if you put a Christian McCaffrey at quarterback, you know, he would be a top 10, top 15 quarterback in the league because he's that good. (laughs) Seriously. But, um, they just continue to win. Christian McCaffrey had 108 yards on the ground and a touchdown. He also had 30 yards receiving. And then you got guys like George Kittle, who is still arguably the best tight end in the league. Um, so I think this 49ers team is just – they're just built to win at this point. And it really doesn't matter who you plug in there at quarterback. They're, they're starting to show that. You know, Brock Purdy came has come in and just kind of kept kept things steady and actually looked really good at certain points as far as being the quarterback. And then you look on the other side, and there was a lot of expectations on the Seahawks. And, again, winning breeds expectation. Like, thats that's really what happens. And the Seahawks won a little more than we were – kind of prepared for, and uh, Geno Smith is, they've been trusting him to throw the ball. Geno threw the ball 44 times, had a touchdown, no picks. Uh, You know, 48% QBR, you know, 90% quarterback uh, rating, but still not a great game for him. Not able to really move the ball as often as they would have liked, and then you got people on San Francisco sideline to where that's all they do is just make plays and move things, and it looks like France is going to not not going to be repeating as the world cup champions and Argentina's walking away <laughs> with the title. As the music fades as in. As the music plays in. Hey man, you know, <laughs> that's how it be sometimes. Hey,
1: know. um, you know, we're up against it. I'm going to say this. Happy holidays. The Happy Seahawks holidays, are starting to turn into who we might have thought they were at the be- going to be at the beginning of this yes, season. Yes, they are. And by the time we come back on January 8th, They might not be a playoff team anymore. They will
3: probably be out of the playoffs, man. Joe Fish, I got to say, these past few weeks of us having the show together has been awesome, man. You're dope, man. I appreciate you. I want you to have a happy holiday, you and your family. And for all of you that listen to us every week, man, thank you so much for rocking with us as always. We want to make sure you have a happy holidays with you and your families and loved ones and everything like that. And take the time to really – Appreciate life as we're starting to see those things are becoming more and more precious around us. So, for my guy, Joe Fisher, I'm Rashad Taylor. Have a happy, happy holiday season, you guys. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Bye.
0: Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.